Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Praise the Lord. Shall we read some other translations? Faith Kindly give me some other translations. All right. It said the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't what see. Is it powerful? It's, it's a very powerful translation. NLT says, what no translation is that one? Let me look at it very well. Message. NLT says, faith, NLT. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Is it powerful also? Shall we read some more? ASV. Now, faith is assurance of things hoped for, a conviction of things not seen. Conviction. Praise the Lord. One translation, the message says, handle. This one says, conviction. Now, faith is the assurance, which is the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Being the proof of things we what do not see and the conviction of their reality. Meaning faith perceiving as a real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith is powerful. Real fact of what is not real. As we are talking about faith, I want us to look in this service about covenant expectations. The question is, what should we expect after fulfilling a covenant? That's a question. What should a child of God expect after obeying God in what God asks us to do? Like paying our tithe, like partaking of the communion, like honoring God with the first fruit, what should a child of God expect? Is it a powerful question? There are expectations around every performance. There are expectations around every act of obedience and disobedience. And in our case, when you obey God concerning something, there are fruits that are near to your obedience. So, the child of God must also be well informed about what to expect when we have been obedient to what we were asked to do. Instruction. The covenant practice, when you have done that, you should know what to expect. Because not expecting anything is also an expectation. And evil expectation is also an expectation. Then positive expectation is also what? Expectation. But there's something called the faith expectation or the expectation of faith. Why do I say so? Luke 1.45 says, To her 
or to him that believeth, there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. So, if there shall be a performance, then there must be an expectation of the performance. And why are we even talking about expectation? Because our expectation is also defined by our faith. Gradually, we are getting there. Your expectation is a definition of your faith. A man who doesn't believe has a particular kind of expectation. And the person who also believes has a particular kind of expectation. So the level and quality of your faith determines your expectation. In fact, the stronger your faith, the smaller the margin of error in your expectation. When your faith is at God's level, you receive exactly what he releases. But the more deviation you are, you have from the God kind of faith, the, more, the farther away you are from what you are supposed to really receive. I don't know if God is talking to someone. That is why you read a scripture that says that even though God is powerful to do all and in doing all things, he will say that if you can only believe, Daughter, your faith has made you. That means that your faith has the ability to make things happen for you. Now, we have been taught that, oh, whatever God will do, God will do. But we are learning from Jesus that some people, they were only well because of their faith. Not because of what God did. And most of the time, and all the time, God is always performing. The reason why we are not seeing manifestation is that we do not have the kind of faith most of the time to receive what God is doing. And so the kind of faith you have also determines the quality of your life. Why? Because the quality of your life is de dependent upon the quality of your resources from the Lord. So if faith makes you receive from the Lord, then faith determines the quality of your life. It's a simple analogy. That's why the man of faith is the richest man on earth. The man of faith is the most powerful man on earth. The man of faith is the most victorious man. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our what? Faith. Is God talking to someone? Ask somebody, what kind of faith do you have? Ask them, do you have faith at all? So when you have faith, what are some of the import of that faith? That's what we read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. The component of your faith is saying that now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance is there. Things is there. Hope is there. Evidence is there. And then not seen. So we see that faith is loaded. Faith is what? Loaded. Talk to me now. Faith is what? <laughs> when you are a covenant child of God, your faith makes you loaded in this life. And uh, I like the message translation we just read. It's not bad at all. It's very good. It said the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God. So he's defining faith as trust in God. This faith is the firm foundation. <laughs> is what? Is the firm foundation. You see, the Bible says when the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteousness? He's saying that when you have faith, then there is this firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. So, life is not worth living when faith is not on ground. Is God talking to somebody here? It's the firm foundation 
and uh, everything that makes life worth living. So if marriage makes life worth living for you, you need faith for it. Are you following now? And, uh, and, and, and it says that it's our handle on what we can see. So he's saying that faith is what gives you a handle on things you are expecting because expectation is something you cannot see but you hope that it will happen. So when you have faith, it gives you a handle on your expectations. So, covenant expectation is not a reality until your faith comes to life. When faith is not on ground, there's no foundation for the performance of the things you don't see that you want to see. There are people here who have not seen marriage and they want to see marriage. Some here who have not seen twins and they want to see twins. Some here who have not seen cow, small common car, and they want to see car. And it's a good expectation. Isn't it not powerful? It's powerful. Some have not seen visa. And the expectation is to see what? Visa. And faith is a foundation that will build, will make you be able to build that visa thing you wanted to handle it. Some have not seen riches. Some since he ever entered this life has not handled dollars before. There are many things people have not handled before. And even some of the things we have handled before to get them again. You need faith. You need what? So it's the foundation. That's why you can't throw away your faith. You can also do it. Your expectation must be an active one. It must be what? An active one. You need an active expectation because faith is saying that your expectation of the things you don't see, you are going to handle it. So a covenant child walking by faith. Abraham was expecting God to give him a child. And he had the child. You can't be a child of God without an expectation after you have obeyed the Lord. That means you are leaving devil to plant whatever he wants in your space. I'm not one of those people who believe that when you obey, it doesn't matter how you even believe, things will happen by themselves. That is living too much to China. See, where I come from, we are... How many boys? Six boys eating from one bowl, few fishes around, and cabo around. You don't, you don't, you don't have that kind of mentality that my big brother knows that we are six and we'll share the fish and we'll eat and live it. What are you even talking about? That's why you rich people's children, that kind of mentality you have is the reason why the devil is robbing you. We start this, and everybody is doing a langard on this thing. We can push this meat to one side and all of us will be eating the fufu. Oh, somebody's hand is going, you see somebody with a hey. Like that, we'll be eating all oh, after that. We'll take time to share the matter. You can't live your life for someone to determine for you. You must determine the outcomes of your life by your own active expectations. I know that I've given my first fruit, so the marriage, it, it will come, it will come. No. Your faith has it. Now that you have given it, you know, press the matter in prayer. Press it. Don't say, I fulfilled the covenant. Abraham gave a sacrifice unto God. And he saw birds coming on the, this. He went to fire them. You don't allow demons around your sacrifice. They will come and eat it. You need an active expectation. I don't know if I'm saying something in Pope. After bringing your first fruit, you know, then you see that you have to, God, I'm believing you for this. I'm believing you for this. Very specific and heavy duty matters. You need to have, at least, have a very big expectation. And if God is not ready to do at that level, he would do at the level he wants to do. But you would have presented an expectation unto him. 
if you say, I want twins, and he gives you a boy or a girl, at least he has given you something. Praise the Lord. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. So don't obey covenant and then you go and sit back. And say, we are watching what God would do. Watching what? We are not watchers. We are warriors. It's concerning a promise, dear. You must fight a good fight of what? Faith. You don't sit and watch and say, I've done it, this is my health. No, 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 no. You need to have an expectation for that health. You need to have an expectation, a covenant expectation. After you have done the covenant, what should you expect? Hey. Especially now that we are doing our first fruit. When you, you are, God helps you to be able to honor him with the first fruit. What should you expect? There's a way that people do things that are powerful and they get nothing out of it. Because they don't know even how to receive, how to expect, and how to expectation is the mother of manifestation. Expectation is like a grape there and you are pressing it at the wine press to bring the water out of that grape so that you can make the wine. Expectation puts pressure on the promises. So you need to press the matter. Tell somebody to press the matter. You need to put pressure on some things. So an expectation makes you pile pressure on divinity's treasure for manifestation. You need pressure. You need what? Somebody say expectation. It's piling pressure. You need pressure. Life cannot be like this. There's a, there's a scripture that says that the expectations of the righteous shall never be cut short. It shall not be cut off. Your expectation is one of the measures God takes cognizance of to manifest some things in your life. To deploy some things. When you have an expectation, you are active in the spirit. Praise the Lord. But if you are there, you say, oh, God will do whatever he will do because now that I've done my first fruit, you know, let me sleep. When you do your first blue, that's the time you should wake up. Because after that, handling that thing, handing over that thing to God's hand, you know, you must wake up. God must know you are serious for whatever he's bringing you. You must put pressure. Devil must, you know, feel you. Is God talking to somebody? Are you sure God is talking to somebody? Hey, it's powerful. Is it powerful? Wow. So when you do your first fruit, what should you expect? <laughs> what should you expect? The same Hebrews chapter 11 verse 4 is talking to us about the man who first practiced the first fruit. Before the law, before anything called the law came about, his name is called Abel. And I need it in King James. Say, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent what? Sacrifice. Than who? Than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet what speaketh. So, when you fulfill your covenant practice, one of the first things you should expect is that God bears an ultimate testimony of our obedience. As a case for generational blessings. God himself testifies about your obedience as a case for generational blessings. So you should be expecting generational blessings. Are you here at all? So he said that by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. So the covenant practice, I mean the ultimate Sacrifice that makes anyone righteous before the Lord is the blood of Jesus. But after that, you have come into Christ. There are things to do. Praise the Lord. And when you obey God and honor his principle, he also puts you in another standing altogether because not every Christian is obedient. So I dare to say that even though in Christ we are all right before the Lord, 
Not every Christian is walking right into the blessing. Because there are some recalcitrant Christians. Very rebellious, disobedient, stubborn. Stubborn. Falling short all the time of the levels of obedience. But tonight is not for them. It's for those of us who are obedient. That he said that he was righteous. And when he was righteous, watch what the Lord said. He said that, and uh, by which you obtain witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his what? God's testimony was based on Abel's sacrifice. Not because he was Adam's son. Not because you are born again, that you are a child of God. That we know you are a child of God. But the testimony was about the gift. Hey. That God bore testimony about Abel because of the gift. Question is that, who is bearing testimonies about you supernaturally? And what is bearing testimonies about you supernaturally? And this testimony said that the guy must be blessed beyond his generation. God testifying about his gift. See, when we are doing this first fruit and you, you, you decide that you want to do whatever you want to do, that is fine. But those of us who have been obedient to the Lord, God is testifying that, look, this guy, he, is, he has apportioned himself in the right place to receive blessings not only for himself, but also for his generation. I'm feeling it. That's why the seed of Abraham, they are blessed. Because, of, because he positioned himself and God testified about Abraham. He said, Abraham is my friend. I mean, it's, it's very mysterious that your sacrifice is one of the things God looks to bear witness about you. Here that we were talking about David's worship. Worship. Who is not a worshiper? Who is not a worshiper? Everyone is a worshiper. Are you here now? But to give God something treasurable, something that's a material, that goes to the core of your life, you see that people will worship and come with empty hands. So when a covenant demands of you to give something and you obey to give it, God also wants to speak to the devil. Speak to all the powers there be that, look, this guy has fulfilled this thing. And I'm testifying that he has honored me with this gift. And not only he is blessed, his generations must be blessed. Clap your hands and bless the Lord. <laughs> Yesterday, one of our singers was talking. We were standing outside there. We were talking about first fruit. And he said that the dad is a pastor. And he said that she now understands that there is a woman who was around their compound and used to attend maybe the dad's church, the dad had a church. And so even if she plants okra in a backyard garden and she harvests first three, that's the first three is what is ready, the woman will harvest them and bring it to her father. That you are the pastor. So hold the first first. Eh? Handle this first harvest. The rest will chop in our hands. But this first one it's for, it's for God. And the one that is for God, we bring it to the priest. He says that many years now, as we are teaching the first fruit now, she has found out that the woman and her children, they don't serve God very seriously, but they are very prosperous. And she was young and she saw this woman. She will always do, if animal give it, what she will bring to the father. And she said that. She, she's not allowing anybody to convince her about this first fruit. <laughs> that she has convinced herself that all these people are not serving God well and they are getting blessed. Eh? Somebody paid the price for them. So she doesn't know whether her own price has been paid though, or it has not been paid. Though. She wants to take full control of her own destiny and pay the one for herself and pay for her generation. Some of us, we don't know. I don't think my father ever paid. Did he pay? For it. For it. Hey. 
Yeah, don't measure yourself with people. Some people, if you see them like that, eh, they are paid everything. So if you want to go and follow their practice, you will be in hot waters eh, all your life. I don't know if I'm saying something to someone. Some of us, you know, we are the Abrahams of our families. We are coming from the background of idol worship. The one you are paying now is covering you and your generations to come. And if you are relying on what somebody is doing, if you are dealing with somebody whose own has been paid, and you say, this is how they do it, so they are prospering, go and follow. Go and follow. One lady, she said she wants to resign from her workplace. She said, Pastor, I'm not re- I want to collect the general salary, do my first route, then I'll resign. I'm only working for this first route. That's all. The near brew rough. Because so they have seen some people that they, what they have paid the cost on their head. She, you know, she has to start afresh for herself. And there's a voice that will be testifying. God Himself was testifying for Abel concerning his gift, concerning the first fruit. My son, you did the first fruit. I have to let the devil know that you are not one of those people he will bring his wahala upon this year. Because I can see your gift right before me. And I can see your heart. And I know you are ready to receive. May you receive whatever God is bringing you this year. Shout a better amen. So that's, that's one thing you should expect. That God will be testifying about you. Praise the Lord. You will testify. Number two, when you have done what the covenant expects, ask you to do, what should you expect? It guarantees an unquenchable divine voice from the altar of sacrifice to pave way for you. An unquenchable divine voice from that altar. To pave way for you supernaturally. That's in verse 4. When God testified, he now said. And by it, he being dead, yet what? Speaketh. Someone say spiritual voice. That when you do first fruit, you sacrifice unto God. There is an unquenchable divine voice. Speaking for you constantly from that altar. And that voice is paving way for you wherever you go supernaturally. People can try to fight you physically, but they will see that something else is fighting you. Because this life, you can only live it on strategy. Something supernatural must also be backing you. I don't know if God is talking to you. If you receive money and the money becomes back. Now, on this altar, the power of God will be fighting whatever brings that evil on you. That's why don't be handling great things and you don't have an altar of sacrifice. That's dangerous. So your faith is to expect that as I am around, the voice of God, a divine voice, is speaking that this contract I'm going to look for, the door is opened. He's speaking to them before I get there. Are you following here at all? He said even though he's dead, yet the voice of his sacrifice is what? Speaking. Let me tell you what that means. That is, that voice transcends your existence. That's number number two. Dead means even when you are inactive, like you are asleep, whoever the contract is in charge of the contract, the voice will be talking to that person in the dream. Hey! My friend, that keeper house guy is coming. Make sure you don't give that contract to that digging house person. Give it to this guy. Give it to this guy. You are asleep, oh. You are dead. You are not active in the matter. Before you become, you bath and pray and go there. The voice of God has already gone ahead from that altar to tell whoever is in China, hey! Contract is secured for this way. No bend, no curve. That's why people go to places so that something will go ahead to speak even beyond their existence or beyond their physically being there. 
Are you and I and all we are doing is praying in tongues? Koloma kuda, shalabaha, kuntabaha, kuntabaha, kuntabaha. As we are praying in tongues, eh, let's open our eyes. Have an expectation. I'm not living this life like a free, mobile, whatever it is. No, I must be on ground. I must be what? On ground. But even though the guy died, his altar of sacrifice was still speaking. One of our daughters here, she was working for one UN body like that. Then they, some way, somehow, when her contract was over, they now asked her to go. She's been working there for many years. So she told me, I said, okay, opportunity to work in the church. She was serving in my house, blah, 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 blah. I said, you go back there. Oh. This is like two years now. Is it two years? Where's Bernard? I saw Bernard TV here. Where's Bernard? Yeah, it's about two years, right? It's, they have not called it. It is this today, today. They started calling her. Oh, they have given a lucrative contract. She called me. I said, I told you, you go back. You, will, you must go back. Because that lady, she will not miss anything God wants us to do. She will be on ground to do it. You can't serve God and enter the gutter. It's not, it's, that's not God's nature. It's not in his personality. Are you following this thing at all? I want you to know that this thing we are doing is not try and error. That's why I want you to expect the right things. What should you do? A divine voice is speaking for you from that altar. So expect some supernatural voice. Some of the matters. Ha. Huh. When there was controversy about Jesus, eh, a voice spoke from heaven, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. From that time, all the people challenging that you are not the son of God, they went to sleep. Because the voice they heard was not a human voice. And if all you have is human destiny helpers saying some for you, saying some. Something will come that the power of those people will not reach. You need God. You need a supernatural voice. From today, may that voice start speaking for you. May your altar start speaking for you. And some of you have done some major sacrifices and you have obeyed God some years before and you didn't really see whatever, but this time around, may your expectation be rekindled and may your faith come alive and may you see the manifestation of this voice I'm talking about. Shout a louder, amen. Sacrifice doesn't die. Even though the guy is dead, the first fruit is still speaking. It's still speaking. Beleku nataka, shalapaka lukuta, zabradi galiza, pelene melege. And then when we want some, some backing for some radical things to happen, the more voices you have, the more that thing will be changed. You know be so? Hello? Is that not so? Where there are more voices, a radical change can happen. Hey. So when you are doing sacrifice, sacrifice, you are introducing more voices into the matter. You are pushing it. So you say, oh, I did it and it didn't work. No, expect it all. That's what I expect it. If you didn't speak yesterday, it does not mean it will not speak. It's going to speak. That's what it's going to speak. I can't hear you. Tell somebody your sacrifice will speak. So expect that voice. When you are going anywhere, whether hospital or wherever, expect that a supernatural voice has already gone ahead of you. Speak because, look, no matter how bonyo your face is, do you know bonyo face? They don't use bonyo face to collect debt. Oh. No. 
Some people have outgrown being scared with a commando kind of face. Squeeze your face, make your face like that. No. The thing that makes people wake up from their dream and go and pay people's money to them is a mystery. Because some people, once they buy from you or they collect from you, they say they will pay. That, the real thing they are saying is that bye-bye. We are not paying. I'm not paying this one you have given me. Bad debt. That if you say, me done in a car. Oh. There are some people, they don't even wait for you to come to them. To come and say, give me. They themselves will be coming to you every day. Sister, I've not got to know. I've not got to know. I've not got to know. What will you do? What will you do? In this country, the Lord doesn't say that when somebody is owing you, kill them. Can you kill them? When you have done what the covenant asks you to do, expect for God to testify on your behalf. And it is the testimony of God about you that qualifies you for the inheritance of the saint in inheritance among the saints in Christ Jesus. He told the devil, have you seen my servant Job? I have blessed a guy. And truly, when the devil took all that testimony, I have blessed the guy. The guy is blessed. In the end, the devil himself saw that I'm back. The guy is blessed. If all you have is the testimonies of men. You have nothing. You need God to make an announcement in the spirit. Hey! This is one of those people selected to prosper. See, poverty, walk away. Barrenness, walk away. Unemployment, walk away. Premature death, walk away. Are you following this in at all? Then a supernatural voice from the altar will be paving way for you where there is no be paving way. This thing is very spiritual, though, and you should expect it. When I'm going somewhere, I'm expecting that an unusual way will be opened. Unusual because I'm a covenant child. The kind of things I have obeyed God to do is not for me to join Q all the time. If I'm joining you, it's for my preservation. So, your expectation also gives some energy around your sacrifice. So, don't be giving first fruit and then it's like you are not expecting anything. My brother, my sister, expect to. Tell somebody, expect, expect. I can't hear you say, expect. Now, we are, this is a month of faith. You must have expectation. What do you want to see this year? What do you want to see? I'm not expecting to break down. I'm not expecting my health to break down. I'm expecting this year my health to be better than any other year. Are you following now? This year I'm expecting some major crazy things in my life. Very powerful things. If I tell you, you think I'm greedy. Ha! You have to expect. Expect. Nice. Hey! If you don't have expectation, eh, when God is blessing people who have expectation, you think God is wicked towards you. And what, what I've realized, people get so battered by this life that they get tired. They get so tired, they don't expect anything. Anything that comes. I have, I'm tired. I've expected that nothing showed up. I'm just, you better expect. Oh. Look at somebody say, keep expecting. I can't hear you. Keep expecting. Keep expecting. Tell somebody, keep expecting. You need to expect. Expect great things. Don't say your age in tea or the situation is so bad. No, that's why today we are talking about supernatural dealings. They are the things you expect when, when God says it is right or it is okay. It has to be okay. When the Lord says yes, nobody says no. Are you following now? So expect that kind of power from the Lord. 
that God says, this year it shall be in your life. So shall it be. So shall it be. It's not what pastor said. It's what God has said. And after honoring him with the covenant, he's saying some things. So expect that a voice is going ahead of you. Expect that something. I'm expecting that my children will be intelligent. They will not be dullards. No, now. It's an expectation you should have. Smart spouse. You should have that expectation. Healthy spouse. Healthy business. Prosperous business. Why are you going to do business? You are thinking that in Adienebegu, Ebegu, Ebegu, Ebegu. How? How? After your first five loaves and two fishes touching the hand of Jesus, you know, they must multiply. Now, that's the only way. The only way is multiplication into surplus. Because the covenant does not allow bread that is five to become four. Or fishes that are two to become one. It has never happened and it will never happen. In the covenant it says five loaves can feed five thousand. Two fishes can feed five. Are you following here at all? So when you take your covenant, your first fruit, you multiply with all the promises in the Bible. For it's exponential. You take you, whatever you gave to God, you multiply it by all the promises for health. Other promises for long life, other promises for financial breakthrough. Just multiply that. Are you flowing at all? If he says he's giving 70 years, just multiply by that your salary you brought. Are you blessed? Don't let the devil lie to you. You need to have expectation. All of us here, we qualify to be blessed. Especially after honoring God like this. I'm expecting. I'm expecting. Today, somebody was chatting me. She said something. I said, oh, I'm expecting more. And more were coming. And more were coming. I was very excited. (laughs) I'm expecting more. More. One lady told me, she said, oh, pastor, I've been promoted. I said, I'm expecting two more. But before the close of that day, she was made a manager. They wrote another letter. They said, we have made you an, a supervisor over branches. She said, sure. I said, I'm expect-. Imagine if she herself was expecting. Maybe she would have become the MD of the bank. <laughs> Don't shortchange yourself, oh. And you let your emotions begin to play. Now that I don't have salary. No, 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 no. Expect. Do what? I can't hear you. Do what? Expect. It's not praying, praying, praying. People pray, pray in the air. When God releases the thing, there's nowhere for the thing to land. No expectation. You have to have expectation. Expectation. I've told my wife. She'll be saying something. I say, look, it's a sign that we are rich people. I've seen pastors too poor. But my own time, the thing must change. How can I serve the old butter? But that shows God. He owns everything. And I'm leaning money like that. A sign that your father is rich. and eh? People sit in your own pocket. When you were in secondary school, you and the rich people, children, were you eating the same food? Did you see the, see the chop box? Don't let us be... Look, some of you never expected visit from home. But your mother showing us from beginning to the end of the to the graduation. <laughs> and uh, you have to manage like Ghana managing IMF loan. That some people, you'll be wondering every, uh, every visiting time, they'll be walking in some area, like by the roadside or some wherever people enter, they'll be walking there, they will dress and go and sit. You see, early in the morning, they are dressed, you'll be wondering, where are they going? They'll be dressed, they have expectation. People who are not expecting anybody to come, they'll be snoring on the bed, they'll be, they'll, they can pass anywhere when they are going, right? they don't tell anybody where they are going, because nobody will come looking for them. So you don't need to know where they are. 
But people who are expecting, they will say, I'm going to the library. In case anybody is looking for me, I'm at the library. I'm at the summer heart. I'm here. I'm going for drama. I'm go Do you understand what I'm talking about? If you are expecting nothing, you don't even give anybody point of reference. But me, I'm expecting no. This 2020. Abba, Abba. Listen to me. If nothing at all happens in your life, there's some two major landmark testimonies there. They must happen in your life. Tell somebody, please have an expectation. Before we close, tell them, have an expectation. Whatever you don't want, tell somebody, whatever you don't want, raise an expectation against it. And it will live your life. I don't want poverty. I don't want lack. I don't want scarcity. I don't want sickness. I don't want lalasula. I don't know the English for that one, but I think it's beggarly life. I don't want. I don't want all those things, hand to mouth, hand to mouth. Uh, that kind of average life is very demonic. Very demonic. When God says you, I'm blessing you, you are blessed to be a blessing. The thing is just limiting you so much. What you You must have expectation, my brother, my sister. The people that God has blessed, they are not different from us. Sometimes the difference is in our expectation. What you don't expect, you don't receive. You must expect to receive. Praise the Lord. Is that a good midweek service? She needs expectation. Expect. Expect spirit, angels to be talking to people on your behalf. Expect the Holy Ghost to move to some places on your behalf. Expect some voice. Expect. You won't do fast food and go and kill and struggle like people who didn't do. Expect something special. Expect some special treatment. What did I say? I can't hear you. Yes, from the Lord. Because there's a way that expectation can be wired into your mindset. That you are going somewhere and you know that against all odds, this is the only thing that I'm expecting to happen and this is what will happen. Any other thing is not allowed. You need to be aggressive like that. You know, just take anything you go in there and say, I don't know anything can happen. It's not humility. It is not, tell somebody, that one is not humility. It's weakness of your faith. Tell somebody, it's weakness of your faith. When you say anything that will happen, will happen. what anything? Somebody was going to do a surgery. The person was so afraid. Very critical because it's done it several times. I was talking to the person. The person was expecting me to pray for her. I said, I'm not here to pray for you. I'm just telling you that I'm, I'm waiting for you to come back. She shocked. <laughs> she laughed. He said, Pastor. I said, let's laugh. I started creating tolio. We started laughing. You know, I, I was on the phone. Now. They said, the doctor has, has come. They want to pull it. I said, see you later. Because I was expecting it. When you are traveling and you say, Pastor, I'm traveling, I say, safe journey. I will see you in church. I'm not expecting accident. It's the reason why I say safe journey and I, we will meet very soon. And we are meeting here. I'm not meeting any of you in heaven. When we go, we go. But here, we will meet. Heaven is God's domain. But here, no, it's my domain. Are you following here at all? So I say, safe journey. It shall be well with you. Any demon that is bringing trouble, when they see it shall be well by your side, they have to pass somewhere because person traveling who has been blessed and one who has not been blessed with a benediction, they are two different people. When you come out of the car, devil can do any mess up there, no problem. But as you are there, ha, 
Paul said that because I am in this shape, no evil is permitted here. Because your pastor has said, that's why some people, when they are traveling, their pastors say, who took on an Akra? Who took on an Akra? Akra was shepherd. Okay, you say, Yamim Faunko. Can it tie a pine to me found Koda? Yamipan at Obeco. I don't know, Miss Media, my bomb, my bra. I saw this year by a pine, a by a quadri, Branaco, 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 Branaco. As they are saying, safe journey, no. Any unsafe thing by the road must park. Safe journey is not a small matter. It's when somebody like me says safe journey, the whole heaven is back in that journey. Are you following this at all? It's not. And my expectation is that if you are an usher, we are not attending a funeral. God needs you to work here and me, I even need you more. Hello? Yeah. Some people say, when they give seed, they don't want anybody to see because God has seen. God, eh? He said, when you bring this, the priest will now pronounce on you. May the Lord cause, I don't understand that scripture. How? It is God who is going to bless you, but it's the priest that must say it. It's a mystery to me. And say, could and fine. But some other times, eh? Let the priest speak. Let the priest what? Speak. Because there is a scripture that says that they have a watch over your soul. They have your shepherd has a watch over your soul. She's pronouncing blessings over you. The only thing I'm not permitted to pronounce over you is a curse. The rest there, bless, 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 bless. Even when I'm angry with you, you know, I have to bless you. Hello? And I will not be angry with you by the grace of God. But because you are blessed. Praise God. <clears throat> May you never see a downturn this year. All your life, you are going up in the name of Jesus. Anybody that curses you is a lie. Your life is a blessed one. May it be well with your soul. It shall be well with your soul. You are blessed. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 244 or 0204-916-168. Or 0277-532-360. On Wednesdays at 6pm for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30am for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.